Welcome to the wonderful world of dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance, and today I am super excited to introduce Royal Ballet principal dancer Tiago Suarez. Tiago is from Brazil, as many of his 100,000 Instagram followers will know, and this year he's celebrating his 20-year ballet career and dancing with the Royal Ballet for 16 years, 14 of those as principal. Tiago's dance journey has been captured in a new film called Principal Dancer, which I saw the other night, and follows his journey from London back to Brazil, where he presents a star-studded ballet show in his home country. So let's hear all about this incredible career. Hi, Tiago. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. Hi, Savannah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's a huge pleasure to talk to you. Oh, it's um, incredible to have you um, chatting to us today. Um, I saw the film, so I have quite a, um, a really good insight. But for our listeners around the world and for the viewers um, of the video, um, you started dancing quite late um, in terms of ballet. Um, at around about 15, but tell us how, you know, tell us about growing up in Rio and how you came into contact with dance in the first place. Yes, uh, yes, that's correct, the information you, you, you understood. I, I did start my ballet training, uh, classical ballet training, later, like uh, I was uh, 14 to become 15. And uh, I, I grew up in Rio in a mid-class family with difficulties, I would say. Uh, and uh, we, my first access to dance was through my brother, who was in a hip-hop group in a neighborhood. And, uh, and I, I, I basically, I was, uh, to be absolutely honest, I was trying to copy my brother and I wanted to have that attention and, and you know, to have all those people uh, uh, looking at me as well as they used to look at my brother and his, and his friends. Uh, they were part of this group that was like a, 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 a for fun group. It was like they, would, they used to meet over the weekends and create these choreographies and, uh, and go into particular parties, uh, open this kind of things. And, uh, but it was like a semi-professional group, but they used to get quite a lot of medals and like they used to go to festivals. And basically I was the little guy trying to be them. So they, they accept me in a group and I was nine. And uh, so I was just kind of there, like not really being part of a group, but learning as much as I could and just being with my brother and with his friends. And then eventually by 12, I was actually getting quite good and they started to use me in the group. And, uh, and then, you know, two years later, the choreographer of the group, which is an amazing Brazilian choreographer, Hugo Alexandre, he said, you know, I have a feeling that you should study dance because it's in your body and it's yours. And I can feel that, you know, you're making this uh, your thing. And, 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 that, that, and that's what it was. Then eventually at age 14, I was nearly turning 15, he sent me to Centro de Danza Rio, which is uh, one of the national schools. And, uh, and they said, you know, they need boys. And, you know, they had about like, I think, 140 girls and no one boy. So, uh, and they were desperate for boys. And, uh, and I, I went there to, to see, to talk to them and see what they were offering me. And, uh, and I walked in and never walked out. So, and here I am now. Wow. And so there you are, you know, 14, 15, and just starting to learn ballet, which, obviously, you know, that's quite late these days. You know, most dancers have started um, much younger. So it's quite an incredible leap, really, from starting so late. Um, but tell me about, you know, learning ballet at, at that age, actually. You know, you've done hip-hop before. That's an incredibly different type of movement. Um, tell us about that, that journey and... The moment where you, or if there was a moment where you decided, actually, I want to become a professional ballet dancer. Yeah. Well, there is this kind of, you know, this fun and sort of magical period where, you know, that I was introducing to dance. But then once I walk in there 
and they they were quite serious because Marisa Estrela, uh, the director of this di- uh, director of this school, she's a very serious director, and she and she doesn't she doesn't like to waste people's time, and she doesn't go alone with the next you know with the next. Uh, 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 you know, the next favorite one. She doesn't go along with that. She said immediately to me, she said, look, I am offering you this because they said, you know, we're going to take care of you. You're going to have private classes. We're going to invest in you because I can see that you have a certain talent and you have the grip to, to you have the responsibility grip. I know you're going to be here tomorrow and I know you're going to be here after tomorrow and after that and after that and after that. She said, for that... I'm giving you this opportunity. Um, you know, it was amazing because they, they needed boys and, you know, and I was the boy and I got all this kind of attention and love. But then once I walked in, it was, you know, the, the things slightly changed and they became very serious about it. They're like, you know, you come from difficulties. If you're going to live out of this, you're going to need to study extra, you need to learn about anatomy, about composers, about, there's so much you need to learn, plus you need to catch up with your ballet because you know, um, you know, you, you haven't been doing this so they did, I mean, they really took care of me, they gave me like private coaches, uh, teachers and, and also even after time, like I, I remember to be like nearly you know, every day after classes, going to Deborah Bastos, who was my teacher at the time, to watch videos, and she was introducing me to everything. You know, this was Fernando Bojones, this was this, this was Nuriyev, this, you know, all this world that I didn't know. And then I slightly became a little bit addicted to this life and to this new uh, stars that I was, you know, seeing on videos. And I remember being watching a video. I remember the first time I met Igor Zelensky, who is somebody who I, you know, I have enormous respect for such an amazing star. But the first time I met him in person, I said to him, I said, man, I've watched you over and over and over and over in videos in Brazil because my teachers was like, you know, eat this, eat this video. And, you know, him and also Carlos, you know, I, I was introduced to those guys uh, with uh, VHS videos. And, and, you know, because my teachers were like, you know, watch as much as you can, watch as much as you can. Sylvie as well, Sylvie Guilherme and, you know, a lot of those big stars. And, and, and then eventually I was working with these people like they were my colleagues. So it was, you know, it's been kind of an, an incredible journey, but it was hard work. Like my teachers, they they you know they understood that I had something that was a little bit different from from the others at, at my period at my year, and they and they understood that I had to work very hard. And and one thing that I always been told was that for me it was slightly different because I start late because I had you know a slightly different type from the from those boys at that time in my kind of year in the other schools and they said you need to create your strong identity for you to survive and uh, and that's what I did I kind of you know I work with them and I learn as much as I could but I I was always aware that I didn't have the typical ballet journey from, you know, eight years old and, you know, going through a whole uh, long period of in school, White Lodge or whatever the school is. And that I basically, I engage in a certain point in my in my life. And that was it. My life shift. And, you know, I became that kind of um, maniac for this art form. So, um yeah, it's been kind of an interesting journey. And you mentioned there about um, the advice of creating a strong identity. Um, how do you think that has sort of play, played out in terms of your identity? How, how would you describe that um, dance identity? Well, you know, um, you know, it's very uh, um, it's strange mm. for me to put this in in in, in like to to kind of. Um, sell myself this way. I think mm. it's kind of the audience and, 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 and you guys who kind of have to 
come and maybe see and give your opinion and kind of you know see if that is if that's there as well uh what i felt you know the first time i felt i can i can i can tell you an experience i had i went to paris competition in 1998 representing brazil that was my first competition and uh you know I mean, among like, you know, about 150 incredible students and dancers from all over the world, you know, there was people like Rolando Sarabia, the Cuban, you know, like incredible, this incredible uh, um, dancer um, mm. who was, you know, phenomenal at the time. And, uh, and I was competing against this guy who was just the Bible of ballet, the Bible of academia, and uh, and somebody who was being brought up in the ballet, you know, age, I don't know, seven, six, he was already turning periods. And I remember that uh, the preparation that mm -hmm. my teachers gave it to me before that, it was, you know, it was a lot physical, obviously, but a lot mental as well. It was basically... Um, for me to build a kind of a strong confidence that I would be able to apply what I've learned. Because if I actually look around and if I if that affect me and, and, and you know, I wouldn't be able to do it. And 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 you know, I, I had to be strong enough to understand that I had the best care, the best teachers I could. I put a lot of hours, I suffer as well, I you know, I've done the hours and I worked hard for it and you know but that is these people that are incredible and they've been studying since age eight so those were the moments that I I, I had to kind of be strong enough to um, to do what I've been told and to kind of create my identity because I could see it I, I could see that I wouldn't be able to turn more periods than this guy and I could see that, you know, it's just we had a different frame of bodies and, you know, the, 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 our types was completely different. And, uh, you know, so I had to kind of create my identity, bring my uh, survival mood into my performance, my urgency, you know, my suffering, whatever, my sweat, whatever it was, uh, things that were elements that people were like, OK, this is good put it in there and kind of make the best out of, of out of that competition. So at that moment, it was really nice because Rolando got the uh, first prize, like at the Grand Prix, and I got the second prize. And, uh, and it was amazing because I remember my teachers saying, you know, this is, uh, this is obviously you are the talent, you are the guy there, but this is being a teamwork because we work so much uh, with you physically and also mentally. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, I, I believe this is a career that a lot of people dance, a lot of people uh, uh, have amazing skills and they, and they are incredible dancers around the world. So for you to create your space and your voice, you have to also work in your identity and have something that is different. And to be, to be yourself, authentically unique self. Yeah, to have, you know, something else to say or, you know, um, something perhaps, I don't know, new or different or something that people would feel is relevant to hear. And this... Um uh, talent that you've had obviously spotted and the team that you've had and the confidence that you have applied and, and grown took you from um, those competitions and found yourself at the Royal Ballet where you've been for the last 16 years um, joining as a first artist in 2002 but you were promoted to principal within two years um, which is quite a swift promotion I think um, to well, say that was four years oh was it four years yes sorry uh, Four yes. years. I thought two was incredible, <laughs> but even four is still quite yeah. a quite a short yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Tell tell us about um, your joining the Royal Ballet. You've obviously you know you're from Rio, and then you land in one of the best companies in the world. And um, yeah. to tell us about that experience. 
Yeah. Well, it was definitely like a, it's been a, a dream a job, definitely. And uh, and I was, before I came to the UK, I, I had a period that I spent in Russia, and which was an amazing period as well, um, to be able to learn and to see those incredible stars and to learn a bit of repertoire there as well, the classics especially. And uh, Was that the Kirov? I was I was a little I had like an estagior contract oh. like an apprentice at the Marinsky oh, okay. and then after I went to a touring company in Moscow uh, oh. with Gordeyev he has a touring company and he needed you know a taller guy to partner some of these his girls and he said you know are you up for the tour and I needed repertoire and I was you know and also to work with him it was an incredible experience so that's I did, and uh, and my period that I stayed in uh, Marinsky uh, as a stagiaire and also touring in Moscow, it was really amazing. It was really great to to understand how they approach the classics and how serious they are about repertoire yeah. and you know that kind of tradition. It really it was an, it was a good moment for me as well because I was a, a very open to learn as much as I could. So then eventually I, with my teachers, we were in my, I, I used to go back and forth from Russia to Brazil and my teachers, um, once we had a conversation and I, I felt like I needed a, 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 a theater where I could kind of, um, you know, like have like a life in this theater. And I, and I felt like I, I, I needed a theater that was a little bit international that would, you know, that would take care of me or whatever, or, or teach me uh, something new, but that I would be able to be me as well, that I wouldn't have to be a copy of someone else. And, uh, and you know, the Royal Ballet is, is a dream. I mean, for the majority of us dancers, uh, it is a dream. And, and, and the fact that it's a, it's a theater that allowed you to be an actor as well, that was exactly what I was looking for because I always like to play characters and to be, you know, uh, you know, to be, to be other lives and, 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 you know, a part of like, you know, uh, the Royal Ballet with, you know, Johnny Cope, Darcy Bustle and, you know, Iraq and all those amazing stars. A part of that, that was also, you know, this is a theater where the repertoire, it will allow you to bring your identity, to bring what you've been working on. And, um, and I asked my teacher, uh, one of my mentors, actually, Dalao Ashkara, I said, Dalao, would be possible to get an audition or somebody to see me? And, uh, and that's what I did. I applied to, for them to see me, mm. and then I came over, and, uh, and then I did a few classes, and, uh, and they offered me a position. They said, well, you know, we, have, we know you got your medals and you've been dancing around, but... Um, this is a different company, different repertoire. We see some potential on you. And if you want to join in a, in a lower position and then, you know, work yourself up to the rankings and, you know, let's see how it all goes. And obviously I was like, before they even finished the phrase, I was saying, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, and, uh, and, and, and I think it was the best thing I've done. Because, you know, the Royal Ballet, obviously, you know, the, 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 I don't need to explain to your audience what the Royal Ballet is and means to the ballet world, but it's a, a part of, you know, the dance, the everyday dance challenges, repertoire and all that is an amazing family for you to learn about deadline, responsibility, uh, duty to a tradition, uh, repertoire, you know, colleagues. And you know lessons you learn, and and you know, and 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 how you 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 change because you come with a certain idea, and then if you stay long enough, eventually you understand of the duty to do a career with a with an institution that believe in the arts, and you know, so um, it was you know it is it has been an amazing journey altogether. Uh, obviously the ballet, obviously, because that's what I do there. And the repertoire is just unique. The fact that you can, you know, go from Macmillan to Wayne, uh, Chris, new work all the time, and all those amazing choreographers that we bring in and, and still doing the classics at the same time. I mean, it's really for somebody that wants to learn, discover, challenge themselves. It's definitely the place. 
and uh, and I was lucky enough to be here. Which is why it's one of the most coveted dance uh, companies or ballet companies in the world, absolutely. Um, mm. you've, you've been there, as I said you know, before, 16, 16 years, and you've mentioned so many wonderful elements about this incredible company. But do you have, or can you look back over those 16 years and think of um, some really special moments that have really sort of marked in your mind or soul over your career? Oh, absolutely. There's, you know, like, I mean, it's so it's so tricky to pick uh, one or two or three because, you know, it's, it's, it has been an incredible journey and, 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 you know, as, as, as tacky as that sounds, but, you know, um, definitely I was, uh, so lucky to work close with some of like my idols, people that, you know, I've grown up looking at them like Carlos, you know, I never thought I would be chatting him at the bar, you know, in the, in the last period of his career. And, you know, like having such a, uh, we had such a, like, uh, genuine and honest conversations and and even like in tough times because you know we have a few moments uh there was a few moments in 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 my career that i had to have brilliant conversations and also hard conversations as well and i never thought i would even meet carlos and and you know that he is you know giving opinions about my career you know giving me compliments or tough comments you know and and that was part of my life as well and uh, obviously i mean the the journey we we the fact that we could grow up together me and nella and we've done so much and discover a lot together um like you know life uh, as friends as well and and in the arts as well like kind of you know we discovered what we you know wanted to say in the beginning what we wanted to say later and you know and 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 kind of grow up with those kind of uh stars and 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 you know sylvie you know i i i mean sylvie was just unbelievable like when she uh had interest in me and she and she and she asked me if i you know if i could do a certain guest or something it was just incredible i couldn't believe that woman was even talking to me and so i think i mean in terms of like definitely for me i think these colleagues these people that i've met and i had the opportunity to work close uh with them and you know even like people like edward watson that you know he's done such a long career uh in the royal since so little and we've been sharing dressing room for so long and 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 you know when you when you're there day by day with somebody you learn so much uh and you share and you 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 know you collaborate and you say you share your story you say your things and i think definitely i think the goal one of the biggest goals for me is this access to these colleagues and and i mean so many more i'm just mentioning yeah. you because you know it would be unfair to just agree <laughs> because uh some really incredible colleagues and definitely i mean i i mean the let's not even go there in terms of like, you know, being in the studio with Anthony Dowell, with Leslie Collier, you know, with Johnny, you know, Jonathan Cope is somebody that, you know, secretly I always, you know, in some aspects I wanted to be Johnny, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, dance wise, the first time I saw him and the type and, you know, that is, you know, such a thing about him. And, and I think the access of this for, with these colleagues and this kind of management um, I think has been really gold to me. And tell us about some of the your favorite roles that you've danced, because you've mentioned obviously you know, the incredible choreography <clears throat> and choreographers that are currently in past. Tell us about some of your favorite roles. Yeah, well, I uh, yeah, it's, I I've, I was I've been quite lucky with 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 the roles. Um, because it's, you know, anybody that is a professional dancer, they know it's down to you to have the opportunity to, to, be, to be giving those roles as well. And I was very lucky since, since I became a professional kind of a principal dancer that I, I had the opportunity to try and to, and to have a go at the majority of those. So I've done the classics earlier which was great. And I, and I've done for a good 12, 13 years of 
all the classics and that is in terms of the classics that is one that stays more with me and I think as I as I grow grown older I could you know carry on doing it which is Albrecht in Giselle um, which is uh, a role that I've done with so many people and, and you know I have a lot of memories and and, and nice stories and and you know he, he's always he always comes back somehow and uh, and you know in, in terms of like something that stays with you for so long I think I think Onyegin has been something that I, I really enjoy doing it and 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 I've mm-hmm. done since I the first time I've done I think I was uh, 24 and you know if every time it came back you know the role change on me and I was growing up with the role and changing and I had so many partners as well I've done probably with about 8 or 10 um, Tatianas so and in different places as well in different countries which is um, which is really nice it creates this journey of you know files of memories of thoughts and and then eventually you 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 kind of feel kind of full and robust of of, of experiences in the role and i think if i could pick one i would say onyegin yeah it's a beautiful 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 ballet you mentioned before um throughout your career um naturally in all long careers you've had some challenges um yeah. and we'll go on to talk about the film principal dancer where you, you talk about some of those but Tell us about, um, or give us an example of a challenge and how you've overcome it, um, because it's not easy, is it? Um, no. Dance well, life. No, it's definitely not. This is a this is a profession that that is hard and that is everyday challenges, uh, pain, and you know issues that you that sometimes is personal issues that you have to overcome and. You know, I, I, you know, in some point I did, I think, I think I had a point in my, in my, in my career, dance career that I, I, I got a little bit stuck with questioning myself and kind of uh, struggling to, to carry on being free. And I think it was that moment where the film was happening. Because I was basically uh, reassuring myself, I was. I, I would say that I slightly lost myself somewhere. Okay. I, was, I was confused because life was changing, and uh, you know, responsibilities was kind of shifting to a different kind of direction, and and I was just starting to feel the necessity to to find myself com- complete again, and I was kind of in that. A, a massive zone in my head and with a lot of things to put on shows to do you know performances to 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 uh, to to perform choreographers to work with you know and 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 there was a lot going on and 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 which was which was uh, interesting for the film because I was kind of a bit in that madness of having so much to do plus a nightmare in my perfect in my personal life so um, then eventually uh, I passed that period and then I kind of uh, started to to um, to do like a transition like into into a, a new era where I where I where I started to realize that I got into an age that I should because this is a short career and I wanted to enjoy as well and I wanted to be able to use all my experience in applying a certain things so I I started to uh, eventually fight it less and try to apply as much as I could of my experiences in my in my performances. So I uh, I uh, you know every time you know those little monsters came to my head and I was you know uh, doubting myself for creating this kind of you know insecurity or, or questions or you know I used to play a little version of a film in my head of what I've been through and and somehow. I used to think, you know what, my journey is being a nice journey with, you know, I've been lucky with, you know, incredible people around. 
I'm not gonna let this moment of my head just, uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to sabotage me to spoil this film because this film of this in journey is being a great one. So I'm gonna fight it back and I'm gonna carry on kind of, you know, doing what I do and, and having a good time. So I think it got into a point that I had to, to also, uh, you know, work, like do, do mental work and kind of uh, uh, feel healthy in my thoughts. And, uh, and, and, I, and I do that a lot. I kind of, uh, I try to work in my thoughts and the positivity and, and always having a new challenge because uh, that pushes you for the next, for the next, for the next. Absolutely. So in terms of new challenges, um, you know, we're going to talk now about your film, Principal Dancer, um, which I absolutely loved, I have to say. I thought it was really, really wonderful. Um, and so tell us, um, I've seen it, but for those who haven't seen it or would love it um, to be shown in their hometown or country, uh, tell us about the film. Well, the film is uh, directed by Felipe Braga, and uh, Felipe has done uh, a few projects before. He's also a writer, and uh, he's a very sensible uh, person towards the arts. He, he, he's, uh, he's really somebody that likes to observe and, and, and to... to, and to, and to uh, join the journey. He's not just an spectator. He kind of join in, and he and he leave you with that, which is uh, which is amazing for a director mm -hmm. to to shoot uh, something of this complexity. Um, he when he first approached me to do this film, I was as I said uh, before in the Q and A that day. He was. Um, you know, he was so positive and so uh, sure that I was the the person that he wanted to to be. You know, the subject of his documentary. And but I was, you know, at that time I had so much going on, and it was a stressful time. And I was a little bit hesitating. And I said to him, you know, I don't know if this is the best time. And uh, and then very short after that, uh, I understood that he wanted to to be in that mess and to see what it takes to be to be able to do it even even going through all that and i think it was a trust once once i trust him uh, it took it took us a like not long because i i said okay well come in let's meet let's have coffees let's you know let's chat and once i understood that he wasn't there for anything else a part of uh you know, investigate a life of an artist uh, and, and without any, like, uh, agenda, ego agenda. Because I said to him at the time, I said, you know, I don't even know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to carry on dancing. I'm going through a divorce. This is madness. I'm putting a show of my 15 years of career. So it's so much going on. I'm a little, I'm at that edge that I, I'm questioning myself. Why do I still do this? Why do I still go through this pain with everything else that's happening in my life? So I was basically in that moment of life where you're like, you know, what is it? And then eventually you're like, this is what I do. This has been my life. That's why. Because this has been what I am. So I said to him, if you are fine on being this madness and just kind of fit yourself whatever is possible. I said, I'm not going to be, uh, you know, pretending to be a certain star that I'm not. I know that as like, you know, superstars that they've done promotional, self-promotional uh, films and, and, you know, and documentaries and everybody have their own thing going on. I said to him, I don't think I'm that guy at this moment. I don't think I am the guy, you know, like, you know, going, oh, my God, how, you know, incredible he is and boom, boom, and he's cool and everything. I said, you know, it's madness, it's pain. I'm like eating fruits, drinking coffee, trying to get on with life, you know, screaming at people, people screaming at me. I said, are you interested in that? If you're interested in that. And he's like, well, this is the reality. So the moment we, we understood that and then we shook hands. And then it was amazing because, 
you know, the way they shot the film, it was never on my way. And they and Felipe has a really a beautiful way of of getting into meetings and to chats to people. He, be, you know, he's a very he's a friendly person, and he 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 just wants to report, which I you know is so uh, attractive when somebody has no agenda of you know in any point. We had a moment where you know ego was kicking in and it was like, well, you know, I think it was none of that. I did have moments that I said to him, man, I look like shite. <laughs> because I just look like I'm down. And he's like, he said, Tico, don't worry. This is, this is, you know, this is what we said. This is a report. Just let's go with it. And this is a, this is relevant and and this is the reality. So now looking at the film now, I feel um, very proud that we were able to have the abandon. And probably maybe if it was in a different time of my life, maybe I would have a bit of an ego and go, well, you know, my solo wasn't right that day. Or can you put my nice spirits in, you know, and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and but at that time I was completely like I said you know do what you have to do man just do it it's fine like so I think it's it, we were kind of lucky as well to have that period going on and 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 one thing that I can say about the film that now I realize more and more is how lucky I was to be able to be working on First of all, two theaters that I love the most, which is the the Royal Opera House and the Teatro Municipal do Rio de Janeiro, and 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 you know those theaters they mean so much to me, and also the other artists that are there, they are people they admire so much, and uh, and I feel very lucky to have all those people in that project together. And because um, it's so tricky when you're shooting something to have, you know, Wayne and Nella and Lauren and Deborah, like it, it, probably if I try to do something now with all those people, I wouldn't be able to put them all together because it's just scheduling. And also, you know, people have other things going on and and authorizations and everything. And I don't know how Felipe got all in. So it's it's really nice when I see now. I'm Oh, it's so nice everybody's there. Um, the thing I do love about the film is that it follows your journey not just as a dancer. And I, I love that it's also really raw and it goes right behind the, the beautiful end performance. You know, there you are with your gorgeous makeup, your gorgeous costume, dancing gorgeously. But it goes right and deeply raw into what it takes to present that moment on stage to the point where you're you know, in rehearsal, you're working with different choreographers, as you mentioned, um, Lauren you know, in the studio. Um, it goes right to the point of your journey through pain, and there's quite a few for listeners, um, you're practically naked. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Like it's very raw, you know, you show things that probably – um, most dancers would never have seen, for example, what men wear underneath their costumes. And I think it's probably, it's very rare to see right down to the rawness of one's body, which I, which I think was amazing. Um, you talk a lot about pain in the movie, um, and we go through that sort of journey with you. Um, tell us about that, because most people probably don't realise, unless they've ever been in a dance class or, or gone sort of behind the scenes, how much it really takes physically as well as emotionally. It's, it's an interesting question that you made, because now that I, when I see the film now, I realise how much that was, that was going on with me physically. I... You know, I uh, now I don't feel now that I'm older in a different period. I don't feel as much pain. It's interesting, and and sometimes I'm working as hard or maybe even more than there. But I think part of it. I mean, I was at that period. I was also coming out of an injury on my knee, and uh, and uh, and so when you're coming back from a, from a from a, a kind of a serious injury. Uh, 
pushing yourself to the maximum. Sometimes you injure other things, your hip goes, your back, and, 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 and I think that challenge of being like trying to engage this body and then having pain and listening to it and not, and, and some of the pain also was in my mind because I remember the doctor uh, said to me, even before we start the film, the doctor said, you know, you are fine, but you have pain in your mind. So that's going to be talking to you for a little while. You have to fight this ghost. And it, part of it is in the film. There are, there are moments in the film that I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to the camera guy. And there wasn't even anybody there. I think Felipe wasn't even there that day. And I was just telling, reporting about my pain. But I think I was talking to myself. I was like in that kind of loop of just, do I have pain? Do, am I, am I, is this is this actually painful? I'm just talking pain here. And I think it's something that sometimes dancers go through. And, uh, and you know, as I say in the film, and, if, and I guess, I guess, you know, all of us, pain is, is, is an everyday game for us. Pain, you need to make friends with your pain and you need to kind of understand and, and, and play with and try to listen to your body and listen to whoever is coaching you and have assurance from your teachers, from your physios. And, and you know, there is no way you're going to do ballet professionally and you're not going to get hurt. There is no way. There is no way. Some people are luckier than the others, that they have less pain, that they, you know, their body, the structure of their body is more organic, so they don't have to force it. And... Uh, but for me at that period, especially because I was doing Swan Lake, I was doing uh, a contemporary piece, I was doing like a, a neoclassical uh, piece and also a dance theater, kind of like a roll, like kind of a, a lot of physical, like a lot of rolling on my knees and like turning on my knees. And so I was really stretching my body there in, in every way and my mind as well. So. Uh, it, it was interesting that in some point I was talking so much about pain in that period that I every every day I used to do two sections of ice, and Felipe eventually said to me, "You know this thing that you say that uh, you you know pain is your little friend." He said, "I realize it is, and it, definitely we need a picture in the film. This is also a star of a film, pain." And then when he when he showed me the last cut, and it was like pain as a chapter, I was like, "Unbelievable!" Um, so, but it's I mean, yeah, it's I think it's it's it's. It's part of our everyday lives and, and you know, you just have to um, kind of have your structure, how you deal with and understand that this is part of it. It's part of it. And part of the part of the journey that we follow you in this film, as you mentioned, is you putting on this incredible show um, in, in Rio and in Sao Paulo as well. Um, what inspired you um, to to choose these different types of choreography and your experience? And, you know, you're talking about you had um, crazy personal life going on. You've got a full time career at the Opera House. Um, you are already, you know, very very busy, and then you decide to go put on a show. Yeah, that you're, that you're doing yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting when you when you put it like that because this is another very interesting question. You know, because we work in schedule and we work uh, in preparations of things that always are going to happen. Let's say we are chatting here, right? But this morning I've been chatting about something that's going to happen next March. And that means there is a structure, there is choreographers involved, there is people involved. There is so we are constantly uh, following up with projects that they were already kind of prepared. And at that time, I had uh, from I've done a lot of stuff in Brazil, like a lot of work, and you know, I sometimes I go and I guess with the with the main company back at home, and I. I kept this relationship going, which is very nice, and I love to be able to share with uh, my fellow friends and, and colleagues in Brazil, whatever I'm doing. So I had the show prepared 
to do it because this production team that were working with me, they said, you know, you get into a time now where you've done so many galas, so many little appearances, so many, you know, like guests in a certain ballet that you like. And they said, you know, it's going to be your 15 years. Um, and uh, we know we would like you to do like a, a rap, like cast a rap and, and let's do something. What do you think? And at that time, I was already having a lot of problems uh, in my personal life. So I kind of set up what I would like to do it uh, a year and a half before that. So that was already prepared. The only person that I wasn't totally sure was Deborah Coker because Deborah is such an, like, a busy person and she had so much going on that I wasn't sure I would be performing with her. So by the time the year and a half passed and I was starting to do the show, basically I was coming out of an injury, divorcing, moving houses, but that wasn't planned a year before. A year before, everything was nice and pretty and we thought this is going to be an amazing 15 years of celebration. I'm going to be, you know, loving everybody and everybody's going to be amazing and uh so then when the time starts to uh, rehearse, there was a lot on my plate and it was just kind of, I had to do it. It was booked. And also I, I was, I, I, I invited Arthur Peter uh, to do a new piece for me as well. And, you know, I just, you know, we have everything booked and the venues and people prepared and everybody was waiting for, you know, just my life. It was going on, and 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 that's what I had to kind of you know carry on. And this is a reality in our lives. It doesn't matter who you upset with, or what happened last night, or you know how is your confidence in that period. You have shows, you have performances. The majority of the audience they don't know that. Yeah. So, so when I start rehearsing that project, it was all like going, you know, uh, 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 mental in my head. and But actually, this is the beautiful thing about the art. Because we deal with so much emotions and, and, and we're related to people all the time, so it can become a therapy. Because I actually used that show as a therapy because I was, you know, kind of re-engaging with myself. And because I had so many brilliant people around, um, it was it was kind of a really positive period, especially to be able to work with Deborah Coker, who is somebody that, you know, she made me laugh and she made me smile so much, but she made me be so upset a few times. And, you know, she just gave me the whole, um, you know, uh, like experience of, you know, having all the emotions in one project. And, and in the end, it was so positive to be able to work with her, to learn from her and to, and to, you know, to become friends with her and, and, and to have her in the film and, and the fact that she accepts to perform with me as well. And, and, you know, she's an older person with a lot of experience in life and, and she got it, she got it and she knew what was going on. And, 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 you know, there was moments that she was like, you know, I know what you've been through and come, let's go, let's come. This is, this is, this is another, she was like, open this door and like, you know, this is a whole new world. Let's go. And, and, and by the end of the show, it became something really exciting. And, 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 you know, I, I think this is the beauty about the arts is that we can use as a vehicle to, um, um, you know, discover new and discover ourselves again. And I love that um, that entire experience that went, you went through, both um, personally, creatively, artistically, as a dancer, a producer, between countries, but, um, working with different um, artists. It's all captured. I love it. It's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a, an amazing film. It's all captured, yeah. this moment in your life. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Oh, one thing that my friends, I remember my friends at the time because I had, you know, the friends that they were there in the film, in the tour with me, that they are incredible artists and great friends. But I have other friends that they are not in the ballet world. And I remember some of them, they were really close to me. 
and at the time and uh, you know they were there as well they flew to brazil they were there with me and i remember that everybody in some point they realized there was so much going on and i was just trying to be you know everywhere at the same time and and also with this thing with myself that anything that i was being a little bit out of order or a bit rude or a bit too much or bit, they 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 were just saying oh tiago is in his thing don't worry that was the excuse it was like oh he's like nobody you know in some point everybody just let me you know be in my journey because they were like oh he's just doing this thing don't count anything he said <laughs> well it, it was clearly a pressured pressured time um i i want to ask two mm-hmm. final questions and yeah. one of those um is um one of my favorites and particularly someone um you know who has so much experience behind you and your personal journey is such an inspiration for so many out there um particularly young young male dancers who will be listening to this and thinking you know I'd love to you know have even part of the career that you have what advice would you give to young aspiring ballet dancers um who are thinking about this is a professional career yeah well i i would say that uh, you know this is a this is a career that uh you you need to love this career you need to to love the duty of being a dancer and 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 the order of of being a uh, you know in training and 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 be respectful to your teachers to your colleagues and understand the duty what you carry by being a dancer that is a message and uh, and and also uh to push yourself to the maximum when you can uh to respect your colleagues and not to be afraid of being yourself please don't be afraid of being yourself don't become uh, a copy of somebody else because you feel you have to and uh, and be through through the art form this is uh, this is you know this is an art form that is that is is on us it's in our bodies so it's quite you know in a way is is it's a lot of power because uh again my friends that they are you know they are like in the bank uh, uh, industry they are like uh, designers and they do other things you know every time we we in the table like joking or talking something they're like yeah it's easy for you because your job is you you just get up and dance and 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 you know it is is on us and and you know we have this power and 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 we have this desire to do this and I think, you know, just be true to yourself, nice to your colleagues, push yourself the maximum you can and don't be a copy of anybody else, please. Oh, I absolutely love that. I think that is such wonderful wonderful advice. Um I have to say, um I just want to thank you so much for uh talking with me today. I I hope that your film is everywhere so that everyone can see the principal dancer which is just absolutely gorgeous. And to find out when it is being shown in your region um check out Tiago's Instagram you and every other 100,000 of those people who are following his wonderful journey um Tiago's Instagram is at underscore t s o a r e s thank you so much thank you so much for having me don't forget to subscribe we've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers we love dance and ballet and we hope you'll love us join us on facebook and twitter